Welcome back to the Christian Soldier Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Spurbeck. Thank you for joining us for another installment in our series going through the armor of God. We're almost through our series here going through each piece of the armor that God gives Christians in order to be able to stand against the spiritual battles that we face on a daily basis, Um, not just once a day, but many times a day, that we, uh, we encounter the devil's oppression or we encounter obstacles that the devil places in our way. And how do we stay on the path of doing what God would have us to do, stay in the Stay in the will of God, and how do we defeat those attacks? And we've been looking at that. So if this is your first time tuning into the podcast, I encourage you to go back to the beginning and uh, over the last about five or six episodes and just look at that and take a look at what we've been going over. So we're in Ephesians chapter number six, and today we are going to be in verse number 17, and we're going to be in verse number 17 this week and next week, because there's two things mentioned here, and really only have time to deal with one at a time, and I know we try to keep these podcasts at 10 and 12 minutes, so people uh, will have the time to listen to them, but we're in Ephesians 6, 17, and the first part of that verse says, and take the helmet of salvation. Now, so far, we have learned about the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, uh, Pete shot or the greaves of the preparation of the gospel of peace, being a messenger of the gospel. Uh, then number four, we looked at the shield of faith and how important faith is in our Christian life. Now, we'll take a look at the helmet of salvation. Of course, a helmet is to protect your brain, okay? Remember, keep in mind that Roman centurion or that Roman soldier. So, of course, the main purpose of a helmet was to protect your head, uh, protect uh, the sides, your ears, the sides of your head uh, from sword strikes, from spears, from rocks, from you know blows from clubs, you name it. Anything that you could hit, be hit in the head with uh, back in those times that they would use clubs, and, um, pieces of wood, and uh, arrows. You know, you name it. They tried it uh, in order to take out soldiers, and it's very, very important that. The devil does attack in all these different areas. As you look at the armor as a whole, you have to understand, man, the devil has a lot of avenues that he tries to get at us and tries to defeat us or disable us. And one of the chief ways that I believe we see the most of is in the area of the mind, in the area of thinking, psychological warfare, if you will. And that's a spiritual matter. And we see so often people are defeated in their thinking. Uh, whether they're believing things that just aren't true, uh, whether they perceive things to be a particular way, but really what they're perceiving is not reality. The devil is the master of manipulating reality. He is the master of making us see things uh, or perceive things or understand things that really aren't happening that way. Maybe we perceive something going on with another person that really isn't going on. Whatever the case may be, it's very important that the devil also turns our thoughts inward. And if we don't have a confidence that we're saved, if we don't have a confidence that we have eternal life in heaven with God when we die, that is extremely debilitating. And the devil loves to get Christians to doubt their salvation, to doubt that they're on the way to heaven, to doubt that Jesus really can forgive them, that Jesus' blood is enough to forgive their sin, all of these things, different variations of it. You know, if we don't have confidence in our salvation, if we don't have confidence in what God is doing in our life, we're disabled. 
we're discouraged, we're, we can't move forward, we, and many times move backwards. Christian life, I like to think of it as an uphill battle, we sometimes say, or, you know, if you're driving a car, it's uphill, and if you stop, or if the engine cuts off, guess what? You're not going to, either you're going to stay still, or you're going to roll backwards. You've lost forward momentum. And if you're listening right now, and you have doubts about your salvation, you maybe take a few steps forward, a baby step forward, two or three, but guess what? You lose the forward momentum fast because we don't have any confidence because we know the Bible promises are made to God's people, made to people who have trusted God to save them, who have trusted in God as their Lord and their Savior. So all those promises are there, and we can be tempted, and the devil loves to attack. If you're not saved, those promises don't apply to you, and you are vulnerable. So. How do we protect our thinking? Well, number one, of course, is you need to know the gospel. Do you know for sure that you're on your way to heaven? Have you trusted in Jesus Christ alone? He said, I am the way, the truth, and life. No man cometh unto me, cometh unto the Father, but by me. Right there, Jesus is the only way. Do you trust in Jesus alone to save you from your sin? I pray that you have. If you've done that, then you can have confidence in what Christ has done for you. It didn't have anything to do with us had everything to do with Christ's sacrifice on Calvary. But if you are doubting that, many times sin in your life, if you have a habitual sin, maybe it's uh, lying, maybe it's uh, uh, you know being angry, or maybe you're just at a continual place of defeat, lusting, maybe you're addicted to something, maybe it's drugs or alcohol, pornography, or uh, just even uh, eating, whatever. I mean, I, there's so many things that can be in someone's life that are hidden, a secret sin, or maybe not even a secret sin, but a sin that, as the Bible says, doth easily beset us. It's easy for us to fall into. Maybe it's laziness. All of these things. If we have sin in our life that is unconfessed, and we're unwilling to get it right with God, the devil's going to come right in and say, if you were really a Christian, you wouldn't do that. If you were really a Christian, you wouldn't be thinking those things. If you were really a Christian, you wouldn't be doing those things. If you are really a Christian, then you wouldn't be saying those things. Since you are, you're not saved. Now, is it true that if you have no desire to do right, if you have no desire, you don't care? Uh, I mean, I pray if you're listening to this podcast today that you care about the things of God, but maybe you just ran across it and say, I don't care one thing about what this guy's saying. Then that's a good indication that either you're extremely backslidden or you're not saved at all. And But if you do desire to do right for the Lord, if you really do desire to live how God wants you to live, then if you have sin in your life that you're willing to, to not willing to confess, the devil's going to bring those doubts into your mind and to your heart. But if you desire to do right and you desire, you know that you've trusted Christ alone and you've done what the Bible says, remember, our salvation isn't based on our feelings. It's based on the truth of God's Word. So are we trusting in what God says He has done for us because we have come to Him? So we have to keep that firm, a firm foundation. Okay, so, well, the gospel. I believe the gospel. The preacher, I, I hear what you're saying. I believe the gospel. I know that I've trusted Christ alone. Okay, then you're saved according to the Bible. Romans 10, 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's a promise. You can take it to the bank, and you can have 100% confidence in it. You're saved. Because if you have this helmet of salvation on, and we have this confidence that we're saved, not because of our own actions, not because of our goodness, but because of what Christ has done, and we know that because of what the Bible says. So when you have that confidence, hey, I know I'm saved, it gives you confidence. It gives you confidence to live your life for God. It gives confidence for you to step out there for God. You know what? I have the armor of God. I have the helmet of salvation. 
I have all of these tools that God has given to me and give by his grace to defeat those temptations and to defeat the enemies and to defeat the, the all the things that we face, the spiritual battle that we face. So when we have that, man, that gives us great confidence. And that goes along with the shield of faith. So we looked at that last week. I encourage you to go back and listen to that if you haven't yet. Maybe you did listen to it again, because that gives us a basis here. Our faith is in the gospel. And if we have our faith, we have the shield held up, but also confidence. Now, here's another verse, 1 Thessalonians 5, 8. 1 Thessalonians 5, 8 uh, is a verse here that talks about this. And But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love. Okay, talking about the breastplate of righteousness. And for an helmet, the hope of salvation. Our hope, remember in the Bible, hope is not a ambiguous term. It is a term of confidence. Our hope is in the Lord. You know, we sing that song, my hope is in the Lord. Now, I know you didn't want to hear a singing uh, recital here because you've come to the wrong place if you've gone for that. But we sing that hymn, my hope is in the Lord. And you know what? That I, I don't sit there. Well, I hope I'm saved. You know, that's how we use the word today. But biblically speaking, it's a sure thing. If we put our hope in God, we're never going to be disappointed. We're never going to be, the God's never going to fail us. We're never going to be in that place where, well, I, I, my hope was misplaced. Our hope is always well-placed when we place it in the Lord. And that hope of salvation, if you've trusted Christ, you have it. That gives confidence. But also that helmet eliminates distractions. It eliminates distractions in our life. We can so very easily become distracted by things that are going on around us. And the devil loves to use lures, loves to use things to get us to look to uh, shiny things, you know, uh, shine, you know, that sparkle, or maybe they distract us for a moment. Guess what? If you have that helmet on, uh, maybe even thoughts that distract us, we can have victory over our thought life. We can have victory over our thoughts, over what is uh, controlling where our eyes go, controlling all of those things, that helmet of salvation. And uh, we, we can look at Galatians and look at the fruit of the Spirit and walking in the Spirit. All of these things are associated with salvation with our thinking with our mind our thinking is going to be right if we have confidence in what god's done for us if we can have confidence in the word of god it's going to transform our mind it's going to uh, renew our mind it's going to change everything about how we think and then uh, we need to make sure that we're having and if you have that that on your mind hey i'm saved why are you saved well you're saved for a purpose christ died on the cross to save you from sin for a purpose God has a purpose for you. Not we have purposes on this li- in this life and on this earth we have purposes, yes, but do we have a heavenly mindset? As citizens of heaven, do we have a mindset that is focused on Christ, focused on the job he has for us to do, and focused on that one day we're going to be held accountable to God, uh, by God. We're going to be held accountable by God for those things that we did in this life, for the time that we wasted, for things we did for him. If you're heavenly minded, then you are going to see things in a much different light. And so I hope this helps us understand how important helmet of salvation is. You know, we look, it's further down the list. It's one of the most important attributes, uh, parts of it all have a different purpose. But if you're not sure that you're saved, then all of this is for nothing. Uh, You're not going to have confidence in any of the pieces of the armor that God's given you if you don't have that helmet of salvation and firmly in place. Are you sure that you're saved? If you're not, please call upon Jesus right now to save you from your sin. Wherever you are right now, take a few moments, bow your head, pull off the side of the road, bow your head, 
and just ask the Lord humbly, pray the sinner's prayer. Now, remember, it's not a magic prayer, but I encourage you to come to God, just speak to him. That's what prayer is, and ask him to save you, to declare your faith in him and in what Jesus has done for you on the cross, to ask forgiveness for sin and for him to give you eternal life. If you do that, if you put your faith and trust 100% in Jesus Christ, it has nothing to do with you, and you are 100% a sinner, not partially a sinner. Well, I've done, done that bad a thing. Uh, also, some people have this idea, well, you know, I've done some really bad things in my life that I'm deserving of hell. No, you're deserving of hell for every bad thing. Even minor infractions that we view as minor, we are still guilty of the pit of hell because of sin. And so when we get that understanding how vile and wretched and sinful we are, then we come to God, we see true repentance over sin, and we see forgiveness. And we need to understand something, that are we willing to come to that place of humility to call upon Christ? Some people aren't willing to do that. Some people are willing to appear like they've done that. Maybe you went forward and you, were too, you knew that you needed to respond. Maybe you knew people were praying for you. Maybe you knew that you know, there have been some people encouraging you to get saved. And you're like, well, I really don't need it, but I'll just make everybody else happy. And you didn't mean it. You're no more saved than a lost person. You're still lost. You need to call upon Jesus Christ in genuineness of heart and of soul. I don't know who out there listening needs that today, but if, I, if you're listening to that and you have not genuinely come to Christ, come to Christ today. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. And put on that helmet of salvation. As always, I'm so appreciative of those that have listened to the past podcast and to the one you're listening to right now. So appreciative. I pray that this is a blessing to you. Share it with family and friends. I tell you that every episode, get it out there, share it. Uh, and it's mainly, we do this podcast to be a blessing uh, to the men of our church and to you know men and ladies, but also I pray it's a blessing to those. I see a lot of people from the UK are listening to it, so appreciative of that. If you could reach out and email us, info at tbckaleen.org, and just reach out to us and say, hey, I'm listening from over here. Thank you for putting out the podcast, or if you have a question or any concern or anything, it doesn't matter if you're from around the world, we'll get back with you. We'd love to hear from you. Well, God bless you. We thank you for joining us for the Christian Soldier Podcast. We'll see you next time.